0: All right, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? This is the first time I've sat today.
1: It feels really good.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I think I think this is the first time I sat too. So I um,
1: feel you're killing me. Um, yeah. Like they were saying, my name is Dylan Alvento. I'm uh, the co-founder of Ward Games. Um, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, and we also uh, run a podcast up there. And so the goal here is to a, I wanted to talk to these awesome guys because they had had us down, and B, you know. Be nice to have on a recording, and have, you know, con creators talk about creating a con. Um, but yeah, up here I have Chris Howell. Hi, Chris Howell. Hello, everyone. I have John Duffy. Hi, John. Hey, guys. What's up? And then I have Tim Howell. Hey, the, everybody. The other Howell. The better <laughs> the Howell? Older Howell. The, the Howell duo. The worst Howell, Howell. 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 Howell? Worse Howell? Definitely worse. We're going with worse. Ah, I'll different. take the worst Howell. <laughs> I don't even mind. Um... So I have a series of questions here that we'll probably go into, but um, I think we're going to just start with some general questions, like, how about why you guys wanted to make a convention? Let's go with that. And we can do round robin, go, go around, or I'll
0: start. Yeah, go ahead. I think, I was going to say, I think Tim should maybe start, but. you want Yeah, Tim, Tim, take it away, Sure, Tim. sure. So um, we decided to do this
2: convention because we, we've always wanted to work in gaming. Ever since we were young, when we were playing video games, me and Chris, you know, our mom would be like, get off the game and go do something else. And we'd be like, no, 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 we're going to do something that's related to games for a living, we promise. Get off the game. Yeah, so almost basically to prove her wrong. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Actually, Chris and I both um, run events for a living. And so we were doing home show and bridal show events, and we just hated it. We were just like, oh, my goodness, I don't care about roofs. I don't care about windows. Like, what do I really love to do? I love to play games. I love how it brings people together. I love how there's competition or you can work towards a common goal. Uh, So it was always just a ton of fun for me, and it was the only thing that I really looked forward to when I came home from work. Uh, So I pretty much merged the two ideas. I said, you know, I know how to run events. I love to play games. Can we make something that incorporates the two of them? Absolutely. So uh, we started doing some research, and I came with, like, this burning passion in my chest and I was like went over to my brother Chris and I was like Chris I've got this fantastic idea I was like let's do home shows except for instead let's um put games in there instead and he was just like all right I'm in (laughs) and then I went to Duffy over here and I did the exact same thing during our sister's birthday and I was like Duff I was like do you want to not work for somebody else anywhere again he was just like all right what's up I was like let's make
1: a gaming convention he's like I'm in I'm yeah, sure it was it, it
0: was that simple. It, like,
1: with that kind of lead in, I think you could have said <laughs> anything. It's like, hey, do you want not want to work for anyone else anymore? Let's go bury bodies. Like, let's go grave rob. Like, I got whatever. This
2: great pyramid scheme that's gonna
1: work out perfectly where you could be your own boss. <laughs> that's cool. Um, it's interesting though because, I mean, obviously I'm from Virginia, so I'm not really familiar with the Raleigh area. Uh, but is there no like other? I mean, I guess ECGCs down here, right? ECGC is down here. They also used to have um,
2: Carolina Game Summit, which just came back this year. Uh, They have a huge booth over uh, at the beginning of the show right now where they're running all the tournaments. They do fantastic tournaments. But uh, actually, we are not from the Raleigh area either. Fun fact. Fakers. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Where are you from? We are all from Long Island, New York. Oh. Yeah, we just recognized Raleigh for the fantastic uh, potential it had.
3: Yeah, Tim actually wound up doing a show, doing one of our other shows uh, here here in Raleigh. And he saw the area and was like, wow, this is a really cool place. Why don't we look to see what's around here in terms of gaming? And from all of our research, it kind of looked like you guys really would be receptive to a gaming convention. So that's one of the factors that led into us Picking Raleigh as our location.
0: Yeah. To add on on that, um, when you look at major gaming conventions around around the uh, country, you know you have your PAXes, you have your MagFests, you have E3 is now back open to the public, but there's really nothing solidifying in the southeast, and uh, that was that was one of the major points when we decided on Raleigh um, and why we came down here. So we're hoping to just you know, keep growing every year. We doubled in size this year, which was amazing. Um, You know, hopefully just become the prominent hub of East Coast gaming. So that's that's one of our goals for the future.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, I feel like just games, the game industry from any perspective in the Southeast is kind of always a mad scramble. I mean, obviously you have like Epic and things like that down here, but it's always like one or two Developers, it's always one or two things. It's always a mad scramble. It's nice about Richmond is that it's a two hour drive no matter which way you go. So two hours to here, (laughs) two hours to Magfest. It's like
0: you're the perfect spot. Now I just need
1: one that's actually in the city, (laughs) so I don't have to drive. But yeah, that's cool. So, so you guys don't just clarify you don't live down here. You guys live in Long Island. Not yet. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that the plan? (laughs) It it might be. (laughs) Did you let your significant others know that? (laughs) We're just gonna go to Raleigh. We're just gonna live there. We're just gonna live in Raleigh. We're, Sorry, we're just gonna guys. live in the convention center. Maybe we'd be
3: able to afford a living here. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We're gonna start breaking into these questions. Um. Yeah. So so so, so you're talking about um choosing Raleigh from like pers- the perspective of game conventions, but like, what about the games industry as a whole? Or like, you know, you got the Research Triangle, obviously, is what is a big part of, but like, you have Big places like Epic, things like that, that are down here, is that also playing an influence on choosing Raleigh or? So yeah, that's
2: when we were doing all the research. It pretty much came down to two areas. It either was Raleigh because it had you know a couple of them, Epic, Red Storm, Insomniac, and it also had like a real big host of like indie guys. We have there there's over twenty for sure. And then you even have the guys who made Temple Run that are here. Yeah, <laughs> rapping. And um, you know you have some even like pretty significant indie guys, um, so that was a really huge factor. And then you had Austin, which was our other option, uh, which we're lucky we didn't pick because Pax the next year came in and did Pax out
1: <laughs> and San Antonio. That yeah. would have been a terrible, yeah, terrible, would out. And Rooster Teeth, yeah. they're out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's it's true.
2: No one wants to compete with that.
1: No. <laughs> so uh,
2: yeah, we uh, between having a few AAA companies and a whole host of indie games. Uh, which is what we kind of identify with. We're pretty much just three guys that are really passionate about gaming. And we just decided to take a risk and use our knowledge to make a gaming convention. So we identify with the indie guys so much. We have no big bankroll. It's all funded by us. It's all going to our nine-to-five jobs and then coming home at night and working until 2 a.m. to get this convention up and running every single day. So we understand the uh, plight of the indie developers, and that's why we...
1: uh, I'm glad. I'm glad someone does. <laughs>
4: That's why we uh,
1: we love you guys so much. That's sweet. Um, so since we're, we're let's just keep hammering the the southeast east coast game dev stuff. So I mean, I mean, what's your, what's your opinion on that? I guess as a whole, like, how do you see, especially like playthrough contributing to that? Like, where where east coast game dev is versus west coast game dev? I mean, obviously, Rally is not. It's not Austin, it's not San Francisco. I mean, yeah. it's not yet not New York State yet. No, we were having this argument when I was cu- when we were driving down with my girlfriend, because I was like, Raleigh's like a like a more well regarded city than Richmond, Virginia. And she's like, No, they're like the same. I'm like, no, Raleigh's like big. Like Raleigh's <laughs> like way big She's like, No, it's no. I like, I'm like, Wikipedia. And she <laughs> she goes, she looks it up. And, like, no, Raleigh is double the population of <laughs> Richmond. I'm like, it's, this is not a competition. Oh, no. Like, there's so much more in hubs here. Like, obviously, outside of gaming, I can't really name what the local yeah. industry is. Like, you know, up in Richmond, we have, like, Capital One, things like that. But, like, down here, I don't know. But, I'm like, no. Richmond's – I mean, Raleigh's big. Raleigh's really big. And so um, – but, obviously, it's not San Francisco. It's not Silicon
3: Valley. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast is kind of crushing it.
1: In terms of what they got over there compared like to the East Coast, pretty big like, lead. Like pretty big They
0: advantage. had a big lead. Yeah. I, I feel like it's slowly starting to span across across the nation. Um, you know, you're seeing you're seeing it sort of trickle. We mentioned Austin. Um, we're hoping like Maryland's got got some uh, up and coming uh, indie game, uh, indie devs on the rise. Um, Virginia. Has a bunch, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I <laughs> mean he's got a couple. Um, same as any. And I, uh, I mean, we're ultimately looking to just, like I said before, boost, boost the Raleigh indie dev scene and just in general gaming scene and, and gaming community in general, and just push, take it to that next level. Right.
2: Um, yeah, we want to make Raleigh the like, East Coast gaming hub of the United States. We yeah. want like, how,
4: how San, San Francisco, Francisco and the
2: Silicon Valley are, yeah. are the West Coast. We want to be the East Coast in Raleigh or as right. close as we can. You know, we obviously have to compete with Boston and New York, which right. is significant.
3: Yeah. yeah. But those places are also pretty high cost of living. Um, you have San Francisco, which is if you've ever been there. First off, the roads are terrible. Um, and I don't recommend ever <laughs> driving in San Francisco. Uh, but I digress. The, the thing about like San Francisco is everything is so expensive, just like New York. Uh, Boston's a pretty expensive place as well. Raleigh seems to be a little bit more affordable, and hopefully, that will draw in some gamers, uh, actual developers. Um, we're hoping that like the conferences that we have here, or that we're all slowly starting to grow us. Uh, what is that? ECGC, which is the ECGS like the professional, now, yeah. like it's the East Coast Gaming Conference. They're they're more like dev oriented. They're really right. good at that. Yeah. Um,
1: Which which makes sense why you guys can have a presence here along with ECGC because you guys are kind of feeding different different avenues. We actually pitched them on that exact thing when we first came down. (laughs) Was it like the Teamsters came in and they're like, hey. You can't come in here. And take this. <laughs> like no 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 no. It's like it's, like, it's player. It's fan oriented. Oh, it's fine. We
2: basically said they were gonna figure out where we who we were anyway, one way or another. We might as well
0: introduce ourselves early and uh, see if we could be friends with them. Get it out of the way. Yeah, and, and they're they have, super friendly. Yeah, they're yeah, like, so shout, shout out yeah. to Walter because he helped us a ton. Yeah, they got a booth.
1: Know. Uh, they got a booth over there. Yeah, yeah. so I saw them dragging the signage in this morning. It's actually really interesting, like seeing that stuff. Uh. From an exhibitor standpoint it's actually relatively simple to exhibit at ecgc you just pay the fee pay the fee like i did here for playthrough because um, i know magfest has an application Indiecade has an application things like that indie mega booth for the paxes have have an application yeah speaking of cost of living um <laughs> even even from like a hotel perspective <laughs> i made the mistake because because uh, uh, we're going to PAX East because uh, we're doing a panel at PAX nice. East. Oh, we're, we're going to be at PAX East as well. Oh yeah, yeah. well Two of we,
3: the three of us will be at PAX
2: East.
0: Somebody yeah, won't. In a
1: few weeks. We should meet yeah. up, but it's gonna be like a hop, skip, and a jump from New York. <laughs> well, we drove. We drove from Richmond last year.
0: Ah. Which <laughs> I feel your pain because we drove from down here from New York. Yeah, a nice fourteen-hour drive on yeah. Thursday.
1: <laughs> but man, but driving from from like Virginia to New York, it's like oh, I feel great. I feel great, and we're like swooping through the Bronx and we're like, all right, coming out of New York City it was like, it's gonna be great. And then Connecticut feels like an eternity. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I gotta drive the entire perimeter of this <laughs> god awful state. Yeah, is anyone here from like Connecticut? That. Your state is I, atrocious. Right, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> I hate that
3: state.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh.
1: Okay. I well, guess we're all we're all on the same page here. We'll list states that we hate after the panel. <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> interested <laughs> Wyoming's fine. Wyoming's fine. <laughs> Oregon, I hate you. But yeah, but like, you know, we're trying to find stuff, uh, uh, like hotels and stuff for, for Boston. And it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you need yeah, to jump it's... on that quick for packs. we like staying out in Fenway because it's like way cheaper just to be in Fenway. I don't blame you at all. I think ours is
3: like three fifty a night or something like that. Yeah. Something that's, that's crazy, like... yeah. That's why we
2: pack eight people in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah Just yeah. shove them in there. <laughs> everyone gets beds and sleeps on the floor. That's
1: why funny. I live at home. That's what we do with yeah. Max Fest. We're like, all right, just everyone get in this hotel room. You just got to keep it as cheap as possible, even after <laughs> the discount rate of the Gaylord. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
3: I think I recognize one of our former volunteers. Yeah, Paul. How you doing,
0: man? Hi, former uh, volunteer. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I am don't know if I can jump in here. No, but he's spitball. I, Go. Okay. I was just curious. How many of you were here last year? Oh, okay. Thank you for returning. Yes. <laughs>
3: We're a little bigger than we were last year.
1: but yeah, so, You guys notice it. So same space, same, same still using yeah, the Raleigh used, Convention Center last year?
3: We used this hall last year, but we only took up like...
0: Probably like 50%? Yeah, probably to where
3: seen. like this black curtain is, and we just chopped it clean off. Yeah. So uh, we've uh, winded up doubling the booth yeah, numbers. Yeah, we doubled it, yeah. We've expanded on...
2: Definitely at least doubled our attendance as well.
3: Yeah, That's yeah, cool. we've uh, and we've also got
2: game area. great new uh, indie guys to come in, new yeah. companies to for games.
1: You know, yeah. you know, up and coming, <laughs> great indie
0: games. Check out their booth, by the way. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, like I didn't know there were other conventions going on here at the same time, so I walk it through the main entrance, and there are two nuns there, and I'm like,
0: Yeah, yeah, is this
1: cosplay? What's going on? <laughs> no, we're the heathens in it. Hall A. Please go over that way. Yeah, because it's like the GIS conference and then the Catholic Church conference and then this one. I'm like, oh, okay. Because like with Magfest, they just take the whole thing. They're just like, we're just gonna have this whole building. that's
3: the goal. The yeah. goal is to take out this entire, entire convention center. Right. Kind of like how Animazement does. I don't know if anyone's here, if anyone here has ever been to Animazement, but it is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal over is here. It
1: animazing. <laughs> it, it <laughs> is. All right, just making sure, just making sure it lived up to its namesake. Uh, yeah they' they're packed and I would
3: love to be that but strictly for gaming um, it would just it would be my dream intro.
1: Well since you guys say you work this as your, as your full-time jobs, I guess you have more confidence in terms of scalability because I feel like there's probably like some local cons where it's like the guy the people running it don't do anything relative to running conventions. so I'm sure there's the, there's that growing pains issue.
2: Yeah, it, just the logistics is really tough if you've never run a convention before. Like, we, like, personally, I've run like 140
3: shows. Just yeah, never them. No yeah. big deal. I think I'm at like, what, 75 yeah, or 100 or something like that 70. nowadays? I'm at two. <laughs> two playthroughs. <laughs> uh, big old goose egg <laughs> right here.
0: Um,
3: but it can be a logistical nightmare. And the thing about running events is, even if we have everything planned out, we will find something and <laughs> it will get utterly destroyed. Like, people will call in last minutes saying, hey, can't make it. Um, we'll have something like we had this year where the floor wasn't even set when we came in. Oh, so wow. we were just hanging out with exhibitors for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things where we know it. We know we have to roll with the punches. And we're pretty good at doing that so far. No, uh, yeah, I would some, say so. Yeah, some people might be a little upset. But we. I think for the most part, everyone seems to be super nice and happy. Yeah, uh, so awesome. which is which is such a change because the shows that Tim and I do, they are like like he was saying home shows, bridal shows, the the Cut vendors room. there, the attendees there, they're totally different. Like everybody here is genuinely a nice person from what I've talked to, <laughs> which is it's like every time someone comes up to me I'm like, "Oh god, here we go. Someone's <laughs> about to make me feel really bad." Uh, but you guys all are not like that. You're you guys all are, are all really awesome. nice. So thank Night you, day, yeah. each one of you. Thank you for not screaming at me yet. Um, I say yet because the there is, is still
1: a good amount of the convention. Just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> it was funny, though, because I rolled up. <laughs> talk about name tags for a second. Because I rolled up I to the registration booth, and I'm like, oh, um, am award games. I'm like, oh, award games, award games. Oh, we don't have uh, one of your – we don't have your name tags. So you just fill one out. I'm like, all right, not a big deal. But Mike Odom, who Route 76, they're right next to us. They're also okay, from Richmond. Yeah. I looked down, and I know for a fact he registered like a month or two after me, and he has a printed <laughs> name tag. And I'm like, wait a second. You're telling me I don't get one, but Mike has one? Like, I almost took his tag. I was like, whatever, I'm Mike Odom. I don't care. It's all a matter of principle now. We, <laughs> we, got, like, we got you covered. But though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. came around. That was awesome. Uh, which was not a big deal. But you like came up to my girlfriend because my girlfriend Wendy's helped me run the booth. And you're like, "Are you Wendy?" And Wendy was like,
0: "Yeah, d- d- <laughs> do I
1: know you?" Because like this is her first time running a booth at all. And she's like, "Oh, here's your, here's your name tag." It was like, "Oh, cool." She she wasn't like expecting any sort of professional no. interaction during this convention. <laughs> she's like, "I'm gonna sit behind the booth." No,
0: and I I'm just like running around. Totally. Uh, probably should have introduced myself. That would have been a good first first step, <laughs> I think. You, what but, can you do? But <laughs> we
3: that is John tries, yeah. Duffy. He's this gentleman right over there. In case anyone
2: forgot. And you can call him Duffy because no one wants to call him John.
1: <laughs>
0: it's my new name, so.
1: <laughs> We've adopted it. Just take, just take it in stride. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So is so obviously the goal is that you kind of want to take over right, the Raleigh Convention Center.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We've actually been also having like a lot of uh. The community itself reach out to us. Uh, I, I see right in the audience somebody who gave us a little shout out on YouTube the other day. Uh, so we are really appreciative of that. And we just want to say thank you.
1: <laughs> just nothing but this is going to put you right audience. on the spot. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> this is all audience calls. This is what the entire, entire panel is going to be. But um, so beyond that is the goal to go like regionally based. Like let's, let's go far future. Let's, let's get real imaginative. I got this one. Yeah, Tim's I got one. it. Oh, is, his, Tim, is, his, is Tim the the big the blue ocean the strategy t- t- guy? He is the dreamer, okay. and I am
3: the realist, and <laughs> Duff is in, in the, the middle, middle like, somewhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Tim's right. like, "Oh my God, we'll do playthrough on the moon," and I'm like, "That's <laughs> really not possible. That's really expensive, and no one can breathe there.
1: Elon must bankroll it. It's <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll just first you know,
1: convention
2: um, on Mars. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, Chris literally shatters my
3: dreams at all times.
1: But um we get so, geodesic dome, put on Mars. It's <laughs> yeah. my job
3: as his brother to break up all of his hopes and dreams.
1: Are you the younger brother or the older brother?
3: I am the younger brother.
1: Yeah. 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 Younger <laughs> brothers, that's their job. Destroy our dreams. You're a Dem- yeah.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, our plan was always at first. Well, our first plan was not to have it at the Raleigh Convention Center. Our first plan was actually to have it in New York. We wanted to go to the Javits Center because we thought that that was going to be amazing. They have the
3: Comic-Con over there in the Javits Center in New York, and it is
0: huge.
2: I'm going to give you guys a spoiler alert. This is an industry uh, secret right here. (gasps) Uh, Unless you have $100,000 in your bank account and can prove it. You have to prove it to them. There's a credit check? There is a credit yeah. check and a bank check. You cannot rent any space in the
1: convention center <laughs> at the Javits it's Center. A, it's the Javits Center. It's not the MGM. Yeah. Not, oh, oh, and man, we yeah. decided
3: to do this right elogio. out of college. We're like, yeah, we're hey, like- right out of college, we are going to try to do a convention center. And if anyone here, I'm sure many people here has been to college, you don't have money when you get out. You, you have oh. negative money. You're broke. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we, uh, regardless, let me go back to your actual question. So what we wanted to do is we actually have a couple of plans for uh playthrough, not necessarily always about the convention, but new events that we're going to run that are also great game related. Uh, they're kind of still works in progress, but I would say hopefully in 2018 we'll be able to announce what we're going to do from, for uh, 2000. The end of 2018, maybe 2019. We have a couple of new cool ideas that have never been seen before that incorporate gaming with different uh, other fun interesting events, yeah. fun World events. World exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we're gonna we're gonna announce that next year, and once we get the logistics down. I yeah. don't want to say something now, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, "Hey, where'd that thing go?" And I'm like, hey, no. hey,
1: you were talking big game. Yeah, you nice uh, no. I mean, it would be wonderful if we
2: can get. Um, Play through to go to a second or third location.
3: Kind of like, like how Pax has it. Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, how yeah, like that, how, that would be nice. But Pax but right in, now is expanding. Yeah, they're expanding the revenue. The yeah, problem is
0: they just is announced you, a new show in Philly now, and yeah, uh, they got their are going top one. Yeah, yeah, they're
2: going all over. So
0: the problem is this:
2: you need a certain amount of indie devs, at least in my opinion. You need a community that's already there. Raleigh already had a huge gaming community that's just pretty unfocused. So like one of the jobs that we are taking upon it, and ECGC and Carolina Game Summit, is to unite that community, get people talking, get people to network. That's important to us so that they help to grow the community themselves, and we just want to help guide that path. We would have to go and, if we want to move playthrough, identify other regions that are like that, that aren't already established yeah. 100%, so that we can help them to grow their communities. Because gaming's not going away. It's gonna just get bigger and bigger, whether it's board games, whether it's video games, You know, everyone's usually just super passionate about this stuff. I mean, you look around right now, just in the areas, the Rocket League area, for example, no one could have even predicted it was going to be as big as that was. I mean, the board games, everyone's just sitting around playing them, having a great time. Um, And they're just going to get bigger as more people take risks. And, you know, we have great indie developers putting out new stuff and, you know, risking it it. it all (laughs) just so that they can uh, bring people together. And that's how we view it, at least.
1: The, uh, you, you were mentioning, um, what was it? Like, kind of facilitating networking and facilitating, like, the Rally development community. Um, I, do you see that something happening, like, you you want to facilitate that throughout the course of the year and not just at play playthrough? Like, what are your plans involved? Just, like, is that things like monthly or weekly meetups? Like, just facilitating stuff like that? Or, like, what would you want to do? Because, like... To speak from experience, because up in Richmond, we have the RVA Game Jams community, which we focus primarily on indie development. And we do, like, twice monthly meetups at the public library and do, like, okay, we're going to talk about this development or that development. Like, Global Game Jam happened in January, and then we had a meeting afterwards, things like that. I would love to have something like that,
3: personally. Um, I can't speak for the others, but I personally think that's that's a great thing. I love the idea of people getting together and last year we were talking to some of our indie guys and they were expressing their interest in something like that some type of like meetup game jam something that like helps you guys you know meet each other and mm-hmm. maybe some of your skills can be used in their game or vice versa so uh the that would be like a, a great goal for us um, as as of current we don't have anything like that planned but I That's can going right see us onto the list. Off. <laughs> it's going on the list. Just the
2: ever expanding <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> right along with writing a television show and making a video game and a board game.
1: Conference on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> um So I had this interesting talk. So my my co founder for Ward Games, he isn't here today, but I was messaging him this morning because like um this is only the second show I've I've done. breakfast. Um, oh, okay. Mag- yeah. I feel honored. Uh, I feel, I feel good about that. Yeah. yeah. Thank I, you. Thank well, you for I, I want to rep the local the local stuff. I don't want to like – like I said, Route 76 went out to Austin for the Rooster Teeth Expo, and I was like, that seems cool, but that's that's a distance. Yeah. And then I have to figure out all the logistics for that. It's like I want to start local. Got to support – eat local. Um, the and, and it's interesting like kind of comparing and contrasting to the only other show I've, I've exhibited at um, and seeing like – what works here versus what works there things like that what do you what do you think um, what do you think overall game conventions should be improving upon
0: go ahead Jeff Jeff, Jeff you want to take that oh one? man uh, let's see um, man i got you hadn't answered I'm this. Or, or, I know we we went well, over the questions before, like on the drive down, <laughs> and we, we had answers. I now I'm just don't tell them. It's scripted. What are you talking? Uh, you guys this didn't is, tell me. No, we're anything, totally improvising. <laughs> uh, okay, so
3: personally, I, I know certain cons do this. Like Animazement does a great job of this, uh, and we're trying to foster it ourselves. And it's like the acceptance of everyone. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're from uh, like all of us being living in New York. We have our own personal views. Uh, that, you know, everyone should be treated with respect, right? Love everyone type thing. Uh, and I know that Animazement does a great job of helping foster that. And I think that cons in general should do that. Uh, it's it's really important for everyone to feel wanted. Everyone wants to be able to come and play a game and share
1: an experience with another human and not feel judged for mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. What, what do you think that... that- you think that like requires discrete things like safe spaces or like gender neutral bathrooms and things like that or I
2: think all those things are good. I think that it also becomes down to not only the responsibility of the, the con <laughs> the con guys like us three, but yeah. our NPCs, our right. exhibitors, and even our, our attendees. If you see something that's unacceptable, you you know, you don't just let it walk by. You don't necessarily have to get into a fight but You tell somebody, you know, you speak out, you stick up for you know your fellow man, because nobody wants to be judged. Everyone's here to have a good time, and uh, yeah, that's that important. gender neut- neutral bathroom
1: thing. Come on, North Carolina! Come on, guys! Yeah, yeah, yeah we're for that. Yeah, yes, yes, definitely, definitely. They will work it out. There was a good there's a good signage for that at Pack South that they yeah, explicitly yeah. put that yeah. on inside the bathrooms, and I thought that was a great thing. I saw a lot of at, at Magfest too. It's a lot of just multiculturalism, just just open acceptance, just like, everyone's having a good time. And, and that's important to us. And no one goes to sleep at MAGFest. It's real bad. I mean,
0: I don't think we... We probably haven't... <laughs>
1: yeah, but you guys are running the yeah. show. That's different. Like, this place closes oh, down true. at a certain <laughs> time. Yeah. yeah, I don't <laughs> think now, I ever want to run a convention that's 24 hours. That's madness to me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just... there's like There's like... You get like a... Thousand yard stare by like Saturday night because it's a four day convention and everyone's just like it's like shell shocked. It's like oh, I just want, I just want. That's going back back on the list too. The twenty four hour convention (laughs) (laughs) and the geodesic dome. Another three hours added to the convention, guys. (laughs) Yes, whatever. I mean, whatever. As long as you put discrete hours for the exhibitors, I don't care.
3: (laughs) I got a question to to everybody over here. Um, What would you guys like to see at playthrough? Because we have some ideas on where to keep going. Because uh, we, w- we want to make it so that everyone has a lot of stuff to do here, right? right. So I've thrown around the idea of what we call a boss mob, um, which kind of got shot down by the others. But <laughs> I'm going to let you guys know it because I got a microphone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the moral of it, the, the whole theme of it was somebody comes out, they're considered the boss monster, right? And then this would have to be a highly talented gamer. And they would just sit there and burst Anybody who came up and challenged them. And after X amount of people are able to beat this highly skilled guy of ours, our boss, then each person who beat them gets a prize. And it would be like just randomly throughout the day. Maybe we can have some type of event at the end. If enough people beat the bosses, then there'd be some type of final finale
1: at the end. And are the bosses dedicated to a game?
3: Yeah, yeah. It would be like a dedicated to a... Like, I'm assuming... Not one person is great at every game, so it would have to be someone like really good per game. But the problem is finding somebody who's that who's that good. I'm. I know that everyone's like, oh, I'm that
1: good at like Smash or
3: something like that, but like it's a
1: really good nibbler.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come at me.
3: Yeah, yeah. We tried a King of the Hill thing uh, this year. Um, or we're trying it. We're in the process of it. Uh,
2: it's impossibly hard to get
0: Afterglow controllers. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's what A couple of our controllers yeah. busted. Yeah, So
3: <laughs> we're trying to improv right now. Passionate but, people playing those games very hard. <laughs> yeah, if anyone has any ideas, uh, we'd be definitely... Dude, there's a microphone right up there if you want to... Is that mic on? Is that mic... My... Oh, that mic's on right there. Yeah, in the anybody sentence. who wants oh, we to can answer questions? To yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry it's really Jack questions. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
4: just <laughs> completely <laughs> derail.
3: That's the okay. New York
1: in us. Yeah, we no, just completely take That's over fine. the. No, con. my dad's from Brooklyn. I understand. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, uh, can we get lanyards? Yes, I'm. I'm on board with lanyards. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about boom with the passes. This is the first convention I've ever been to that uses these. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you didn't even get name tags. No,
3: we did that for the attendees because we were trying to. A Civ 6 autoplay thing where each person with a wristband would wind up being assigned a team for our Civ 6 oh. autoplay. And at the end of the night, whoever has, like, let's say, blue team wins, and hypothetical blue team's America. So whoever has a blue t- blue wristband would come up, we give them a raffle, uh, and just before the mu- musical act yeah, night, yeah, yeah. they wind up winning a prize. So yeah, okay. that's what you we were trying go, to do. But
2: You can go over to the front of the info booth, and it says what color. Uh your wristband tells yeah. what um what city you are for Civ 6 autoplay. Oh okay. So, yeah, you're you're connected to one of them right now. But
3: that's cool. Lanyards is a good idea though. Right? I would
4: like to oh, see if you do something you still do that idea. Yeah, yeah. cuz yeah. um like for th- for this like just uh because I got a 2-day one. So like just wearing it for 2 days um there should be and a just a Sunday like taking one, it off there? would be kind of weird. To do. Well, no, he's got sure a good sure point. I think, I think his greater point
1: about lanyard. I think there, there's there's cachet to lanyards, like yeah. for a lot of conventions. Like Pax has a really yeah. really pretty. Lanyard. They got some lanyards. The MacFest's lanyard. It was like I don't even know what the theming was. I want to say like, it was like original Final Fantasy or like Castlevania or something. But like like they were in the shape of tombstones and like really? exhibitors were called Slayers or something. It was like that's right. actually like, pretty there's, cool. There's cool stuff and like you, I mean. I have faith in you guys. (laughs) Year three, bomb, bomb lanyards. On the list, but year three, boom. Do
2: you know we do actually have um, Harmonics? Give us a thousand beautiful lanyards. If you go and play Rock Band over at the top uh, area over there, Mm -hmm. uh, they'll hook you up with one of them. They like the nice ones, like bags.
1: I, I like the yeah. idea of like we got a thousand nice lanyards from Harmonics, and then Tim is just sleeping on top of them. He's like, <laughs> I'm just keeping all of them. <laughs> We're gonna have more people than that. I was like, we
2: can't just give them out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. they gotta go play Rock Band first, then they can get whatever they want. Yeah. That's... They also have
1: hanker No, wait, bandanas. Yeah, bandanas. Ooh. Yeah. Technically, it could be handkerchief. It could be handkerchief. Whatever you're what feeling. It'd be fancy yeah. and tuck it into your pocket. I think your greater your your point about the 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 Civ stuff. I feel like a lot of cons are doing a lot of ARG stuff now like Pax has this thing this year called Pax XP which I have no idea what it is because they haven't explained it yet even though the con's two mo- two weeks out and that's kind of an issue that out, guys. yeah it's
0: um, i don't know if that's the thing where they where you go around with your badge and um, there's
1: some QR code yeah
0: experience. i don't know if that's the Pax XP where you go around with your badge and scan it and then if you get all the locations you get a prize or something but right i don't
3: yeah. know how i feel about QR codes do well, not to
1: be a QR code? But like the autoplay for Civ, that's a cool idea. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah we'll I mean, I made it so as a cool idea. <laughs> Did you have another question? Oh yeah, I was gonna ask about um, uh, like inviting like special guests and stuff because I know there's some other like um, uh, like bigger um, like YouTube uh, uh people that are in North Carolina, uh, like one uh who's in Western North Carolina called Lazy Game Reviews, and uh, he does like a lot of like PC gaming stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's he's great. Um, but, yeah, he's he's got, like, over, like, 500,000 subscribers or something wow. like that. But, uh, yeah, he's in this state. And I, I was wondering, like, if you would invite people like that next year. I think the issue with – I mean, not the – I think the thing about that is that they
1: usually want money for appearances payment. So, some of them do. Some of them don't. So I think yeah, – sometimes. There's probably, like, a resource allocation thing to that, which, yeah. like, yeah. as the con grows, I'm sure this something you guys would want to do. If, if we had the funds for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, like he was
3: saying, some people – would like money. Some people, some people come strictly out of the goodness of their hearts and yeah, wanting to expand um, the community. So
4: I've been to uh, I've been special guests at conventions before um, uh, because I become I come from the barney community. So I've been to like a bunch of the barney conventions uh, around right. the, around the the U.S. And um, usually, like there there are some people that will, will come um, uh, just uh, if they're like a local. But um, a lot of the conventions that I go to, they'll they'll either um, like have the hotel. Uh, or have my flights, and and that's about it. So that, yeah, yeah, that's typically
2: yeah. what the standard is for the industry. Yeah, some people except want except for like paid. real. Some yeah. of them want real money.
4: Yeah, some people, like people don't want bills. To have like a paid. But um, like if you just have like hotel or something like like with with Lazy Game Reviews, he's in the state, so he could just like yeah. come here and yeah. Yeah, he that's had, definitely we
2: can. That's something we can definitely discuss and uh, see. Our whole we had we had mixed feelings about this because you want to get people to come in. Uh, but it's so hard to see what part you're going to focus on. Right. So like um, the main the main portion of this show is gaming. So we want right. to make sure we have as many games as possible for people to play all day long so that your ticket price is worth it. But you also want to hear interesting people speak.
4: Right. So it's
2: like where should we focus the most time? So yeah. now that we've finally accrued more of this than like enough of this to seem at least to us like it's worth it and we're the harshest critics for sure – Um. I think that's definitely something we could focus on for 2018.
3: Yeah, I just cool. wrote down that guy's name. Uh, yeah. In my phone. So <laughs> thank you for that. In my little pocket phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's 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 interesting. Like it's and we can go back to suggestions if anyone has any more suggestions or questions, but it brought up an interesting idea of like comparing, like, you know, playthrough is a product. Playthrough is, is your guys' product. But the the innovation cycle on on playthrough is yearly. So it's like if something happens today that's like we should have done that. That looks awesome. Oh, I just had this awesome idea to add it to Tim's ever expanding list of ideas. It's so huge
2: now. It just it's, keeps
3: growing.
1: You know, you have to wait a whole year to see bear the fruit of that or mm-hmm. see to to test it to see if it actually works, things like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Then you wind up having to price it all out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how yeah. it goes. Whereas for like, you know, for games, I mean if, Sometimes games are even longer. It's like two years or something. But I mean, but you're doing rapid prototyping for indie games. You usually try to do a little shorter window. Or like for a podcast, for like for us to, do, it's weekly. It's like okay, we're gonna make this product, put it out. How's it sound? Okay, this is how we, what we want to improve on. And
3: yeah, yeah, that's uh, we don't get that immediate feedback, right? right? Well, last year what we tried to do was we tried to get a feedback from all of our vendors and our attendees mm-hmm. uh, to you know, ask them, kind of like what we asked you guys about what you guys wanted to see, uh, what you wanted to expand upon, uh, what type of time did you have, what do you expect, where it, did we live up to your expectations? And um, I I am not a form guy. I I remember we made this, and I'm like, who's going to fill out a survey? I'm going to tell you but right now, I'm
1: not. Sorry, guys. I'm it
3: was. going to fill out
1: your, your post. I'm emailing you personally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing that so many people actually wound up filling it out. Um, and for the most part, everyone's... Like, they all had a good time. Yeah. Uh, except, uh, except that one guy. He didn't give us his name. He gave everything a on one star and wrote in all caps about how we were the worst, biggest waste of time ever. But, you know.
1: But you're going to get it you're, 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 you're All across the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. We'll take the 99%. <laughs>
2: yeah. We're all right with the
1: 99%. So, what was the, what was the size last year of the con?
2: Um, for the exhibitors, for the entire show, for the uh, attendees.
1: For, yeah, for the attendees.
2: So we had just over 1,000 attendees okay. come for the first show. Yeah, But
1: we also had
2: – we were on Valentine's Day yeah. on Sunday. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and, the, and that stuff, since I have you here – oh, I can get all the, all the scoops on con creation. So you have to work the date out with the convention center. Yeah. So we have to work out with
2: the convention center. And a lot of convention centers, what they do, which is different from like if you were hosting it at a hotel – which is way easier. They have a lot of flexibility. Convention centers, uh, the biggest thing they take into consideration is how many hotel rooms that you can promise. Okay. So, like for example, I couldn't. I signed the contract for 2018 yesterday. So I have our dates already for it. It's the ones that are in the back. It's the 17th no, and 18th. Seventeenth and 18th, or 18th.
0: Yeah. February and
2: 17th and 18th of 2018. Okay. But they won't let me book any farther out than that because I can't promise, like, 250 hotel rooms. Okay bigger conventions like the next store has got the church conventions like they can promise those numbers because they've got such huge numbers and they're not just pulling from the local audience they're pull,
1: they're pulling from like different states yeah, region yeah and they've gone their side so
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> so we don't uh we don't have that luxury so we are constantly in a struggle with the convention center to say okay can we stay in February? It's Please a constant don't make me move. fight. Yeah, it's a constant fight with them. Please don't make us move. We want to stay consistent, especially when you're first starting, right? Because you want you want people like, okay, you've got playthrough, like you said, that comes for a certain amount of time. Let's say uh, you hear about it in like we started advertising this year in November. Mm-hmm. You got November to the end of February where you hear about us, slowly at first, and then January and February you hear about us much more. And then after February, you probably won't hear from us again for months. I mean, we'll go to we're going to go to Raleigh Supercon. We'll um, playthrough Goes Dark. Playthrough Goes <laughs> Dark for a while. We're still working, but we don't Got talk enough. to anybody except for maybe the exhibitors. And right. then we all of a sudden show up again. But um I forgot my whole point of
1: this. Well, basically there there you have to plan out at least a year ahead of oh, time. Yeah. You have to negotiate with yeah, no, with it's, the, with the it's never ending. Center.
0: Yeah. And, Do you have a question?
1: Yeah, you can jump
2: on onto the mic. Ask that question. Don't wait wait for us. We'll just keep talking. Yeah. We got a
3: good flow going. Sim likes the sound of his own voice.
2: Sorry, I've like never been to one of these things before, so I don't know how they work. Welcome. But, so how, so if y'all are from New York,
3: how do y'all find vendors that you, that would sign up for this if
2: it's, you know.
0: That would be me. I just. Don't have
2: connections.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's one of the. Task that was pinned on me from the get go and um, basically we go to other conventions, um, give out, uh, just tell people about us, search the internet for any type of indie game, in- indie devs we can find. I think I have like a list of over probably now a thousand yeah. indie game companies. I, no,
1: I definitely know people yeah. in our collective in Richmond who was like, yeah, play through, reach out to me.
0: Yeah, um, no, we, re- we reach out to all the indie devs either email, Twitter. Uh Facebook even sometimes Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah, it's a lot of YouTube. research on our part, yeah, and which is lo-
2: cool because we love games. So like, we'll go and we'll check out their games and then try to buy some of them. It's bad. It's actually we end up spending <laughs> a lot more money
0: than we want to. Yeah, but it's just it's it's basically just reaching out to indies, seeing if they are interested in coming, um, making that connection, and uh, and going from there. Just a lot of research, like they said. And if you're, if
1: you're an indie. And you, and the con reaches out to you. you you're like on top of the world. You're like, oh man, someone recognized me. <laughs> oh man, yes, I'll go to your show. Thank you. Hey guys,
0: how are you? How hey. are you today? What's hey up, man? Yo, how how you doing? Good. My
1: name's Tyler,
0: and um, i will let say like you got some cool tournaments. You got like Street Fighter, uh, you know Street Fighter Five. Uh, Thank you, man. Smash Bros. I'll say probably for your next
1: playthrough, can you see about um, adding um, Killer Instinct? I get some yep. KI in here. Did you, you know, email support? No. Uh,
3: somebody <laughs> ask me <about> <laughs> asked me about that. Someone asked me about that one. I've
1: seen that somebody asked about that, but no, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. you know, He might have
2: killer instinct over there. Oh
1: really? Like you he want-
2: might, I'm I know he had it because he um Michael is the guy who runs the entire thing. And um he's a great guy. There they run amazing tournaments over there. Um but they had killer instinct when they did ECGC with us. We had an area like we had a room. And I know that they had games of Killer Instinct. So I don't know if he has a tournament, which we can definitely get for you next time, 100%. Um, but we uh, he definitely could probably put it on for some free-to-play, at least.
0: Yeah, we'll put, sh- I, I don't know what games he brought, but you should sure ask it. him. Yeah, next year we're we, uh, trying to get uh, a bunch more tournaments. I know Overwatch was a big one that was requested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Rainbow Six was requested a bunch. so
3: As long as we get, like, the request early enough, we can try to facilitate it. Yeah, we'll probably so. put
0: that in the feedback form, maybe.
1: And so do you... Do Who yeah. yeah. Who is the name of the guy that runs it, you said? That's Carolina Gaming Summit. That's Michael. Okay.
3: He, yeah, he's the... They got that huge booth over there, yeah, right so near the free-to-play PC say, area. They
1: facilitate all the hardware and everything. They just bring that and say, hey, I need you to buy 20 copies of Rainbow Six Siege. Just get on it.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Please bring Killer Instinct for tomorrow.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like like you guys are kind of like hitting the the, the big notes of like what a lot of people expect out of game cons. Like you have the arcade free play, you have the the console LAN, you have the, you know, the tournament free play, things like that. Then the indie section, the exhibitors, the the places where you can purchase stuff. And what we're going to
2: do is we're going to take a, uh, this is something I can tell you guys about 2018. We're going to take a page out of MagFest's book and uh, anybody who has, because I want to expand on our uh, arcade section. And so what MAGFest yeah. does is this really cool idea where they, anybody who has a cabinet and they're willing to bring it into the show gets a free ticket for the weekend. And so we're going to offer the exact same thing for 2018, where if you've got a, a cabinet that you want to bring in, you know, show, and let them people play it at the show, then we're going to give you a free ticket and uh, maybe some other little goodies depending on what we can do mm-hmm. just to try to expand the area because arcades are awesome.
1: Yeah, the arcade section at MAGFest is always our booth this year was next to the pachinko machines, oh, <laughs> which wow. is really weird. That's it was, actually hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was like, well, we got to compete with the pachinko machines, I guess. <laughs> hey, man. Paul. Paul? you right, yeah. Paul, what's going on, buddy?
4: Hey, uh, I had a couple questions. Uh, first, why did you pick February? Was it the only one available? Or did February work out especially well for
1: sure? Yeah, that, that's also I was going to ask that. We were talking about dates. So February
2: was, we actually picked February because it's right at the beginning of what they call con season. So March, April, May, June, uh, and July is like super packed out with different conventions. February is like just in the beginning. Um, Raleigh is super mild weather too, compared especially to where we come from in New York. And the other thing was, is that, um, we looked at all the schools because you've got a a ton of colleges in the area and, um. We wanted to find this middle ground where we had all the students still in the in the colleges and they were not having any huge tests. Because when we first started this, we were all college students. So we were like, who is our target audience? Like, college like kids us. at first. <laughs> and then once we started expanding to board games and saw the massive potential of board games, because that's something that we we love a lot, like half of those games over there are all our personal collection. Yeah. So, so take a run. Run. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, God. <laughs> So then when we realized that we were just like February was that great time in the middle where they had just finished their midterms just before winter break and uh, everyone was just coming back and they were probably restless after studying for so long. so we picked that as like that perfect middle ground uh, in between that and the finals where then you have a really like you know, people might not be able to come because they are studying all weekend long
1: and And you get the piggyback off like the knowledge of those universities, too. Because I talked to a guy. A guy came to my booth. He was uh, works at UNC in their VR lab. Okay. And that's really cool. Um, or, like, you see Indicated East do that, where they just piggyback off of NYU and the NYU 22. Game Center.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And we're going to be a lot more involved with the colleges, hopefully, by next year. If
1: our plans go well, yeah. yeah if everything goes well. If not, then the next year. And if not then, then, the next year. In 2020. <laughs> One of these years. 2038, whatever. You got another question, right?
4: Yeah, this is the most important question I'm sure you thought about of all. Were you able to break even this year?
1: No. Uh, next year. It'll happen. <laughs> year. I was curious I, if you were going to answer not
2: that <laughs> <laughs> We're not done yet, but uh, it does not look like no. we'll break even again.
1: transparency I was not expecting. Yeah.
2: No, nah, we're pretty honest. <laughs> no, we're definitely blunt. Yeah, last year we didn't break even anywhere close, and it doesn't look like we will this year. I mean, we Tens added a of bunch... of thousands to, of dollars. Yeah, we added a Sorry bunch of stuff to our, our inventory, but uh, so hopefully the expenses won't be as dramatic. But one of the things that we always like to do is we... Which is probably to our own detriment, to be honest, is we try and keep the prices for both our attendees and our exhibitors as low as possible. So, yeah, I mean, you can ask... Yourselves, or you could ask any of our yeah. our exhibitors, and like <laughs> low, we, huh? no, we just kidding. discount the crap out of it. we like we'll try to get you as low as possible because we understand like the cost of running a business, right? And yeah. so,
1: yeah, at least you guys have revenue. You
3: know? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, if we if we broke even, I think I'd. I yeah, think if you I'd see have some tears, tears of joy. If you see us crying at the end of the night, it's because we broke even. <laughs> but if won't you see be us crying tomorrow. hard, it's because we didn't come close. <laughs> yeah. So regardless,
1: Either tonight's we'll infinite tears.
2: Sunday night, we're going to be crying. If anyone wants to come and <laughs> give us any tissues, but, but, but I promise. But to
1: that point, like obviously, your costs rose this year because you've got a, you have oh, yeah, a definitely, yeah. bigger bigger turnout. Like, Did the revenues rise in the same rate? Mm. Or is the gulf widening?
2: I mean, we won't be able to tell, honestly, until the end of... Uh, Sunday, but it looks like I mean we definitely we definitely sold way more tickets. You know yeah. we're definitely on goal with what we thought we were for attendance and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of like actually the amount of money that we spent, we so we raised the advertising. For example, I spent three times as much on advertising than we did when I did the first show. Uh, so that and then we like we bought fourteen TVs that like to sit in my room all day when they're not being used for the free to play areas. So like you look at that it's stuff run, and you're huh? like. Okay, we have it forever now, but that was a that was a big that upfront a big cost. cost. Yeah. So it looks like um, we'll probably have around the a similar gap as we did the first year, uh, but we expanded the size of the show. We doubled the size of the show. You know, we made hopefully a really good impression on everyone here, so that they come back next year and tell their friends and family. And then you know we also established relationships with our exhibitors, which is important because you know for half of the at least half of our attendees and for half of our exhibitors this is the first time they've ever met us this is the first time they ever did our show and you know we want to put our best foot forward so you know it typically takes businesses 3 years before they break even and so that was the when when John with Duffy don't let me get it twisted John Duffy <laughs> when Duffy and Chris and I had had this conversation we we knew what we were we're getting into we said all right guys this is this might not break even this year It definitely is not going to break even the first year. But hopefully by year three, if we constantly keep fighting for it. And, you know, we are really blessed because our exhibitors are all amazing. Every single one of our exhibitors, they email me, they text me, they call me. I got Erin right there. She literally – we have, like, conversations for an hour at a time. And everyone just wants to help us build the community. We've got people emailing our support, asking us how they can help, how they can promote. You know, I had one guy email support – just wanted to know if he could bring in TVs first. Yeah, I wanted to bring in Yeah, TVs whoever
3: that. that guy was. If he's if he's here,
1: thank Champion. you. You're the real MVP. Yeah. So, like, the
2: community is is starting to, yeah. like, focus a little bit, and they, they're all trying to help. And this is why, you know, coming from a different industry, like, from the home shows and the bridal shows, where they're all super cutthroat and they're all out for themselves, and, you know, that's a lot of what New York is. It's so refreshing and wonderful to be here where everyone's trying to go towards a common goal. Everyone loves games, whether it's board games, video games, arcade games you know rpg games and everyone just wants everyone else to have a great time and grow and that's why we want to give the same thing back by trying to discount as much as possible or keep your tickets as low as possible so that we can keep doing it but also not live in cardboard boxes
1: which is kind of where we're at right now so (laughs) yeah that's a good point about like the critical max or critical mass thing because like you know you can't expect to like Turn a profit in your first your first year. Yeah. I, I have an entrepreneurship, or I was a business student in college. I have an entrepreneurship track. Um, and yeah, like the, the thing that was hammering into me the most was burn rate, burn rate, burn rate, burn rate. You're going to be burning this much money, so you need to project yeah. when you're going to turn a profit because you're just going to be burning into a hole until then.
3: Yep. Nope, you're
1: absolutely right
2: with that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I also would like to just quickly thank our NPCs uh, this year because yeah, i think doing we an amazing I, job. Yeah, cause... we've thanked our we thanked the attendees, well if we haven't thank you attendees. Uh, we've thanked our thank our vendors like Triangle Game Night Aaron right over there. Ward games. Um, we got Blue Ox Games here too, Harry's here. Uh what up man? Uh, yeah, but the NPCs in order to make a convention like this work, you need a lot of people and people who donate their time to help us it's it's Without them, we would not be anything. Right. So yeah. we've had a lot of people uh, be willing to help out, um, especially we've had Katie, Derek, Justin. Uh, God, I, yeah, I can't name our, them all. all I, I, NPC I NPC honestly NPC can't. They're awesome. all just so fantastic, every single one of our NPCs. So I just want to say, even though it doesn't look like any of them are around, uh, I love you and <laughs> oh, thank you. <geez. laughs> they're
2: probably eating um, lunch right now. Well, no, no, Justin. Said, there There's he, he is. is. Nice. All right. All right
3: we got giving hey, five hey Justin. Hey, Justin.
1: Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Justin. He was one of our NPCs. We no, love you. No one just saw him, but... Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I guess, I guess we'll wrap it up, if no one...
2: Does anybody else have any yeah. other questions for us? We're an open questions, book. Questions, ideas, comments.
3: Erin.
1: Oh, Erin. Step up to the mic. What's the hardest part about logistically planning a convention?
2: <laughs> oh, God. That is so, there's so many hard parts to this. So I'll tell you a few things. Number one... Uh, exhibitors do not like to respond to you via email. No, yeah, that's- and you I feel, yeah. I <laughs> <jam>. <laughs> and oh, you I feel like a it. jerk because you're like, you try to follow up with them. You're like trying to follow up with someone, especially in like a sales thing, because we oh, we never want to feel like we're pressuring anybody. But in the same token, you want to get people into the show before they forget. Like, so say you give them like a sales packet or something like that. All right. You know, most people I talk to via email, but if I get somebody on the phone, I'm fantastic. I'll talk to them for an hour because um, I'm super passionate about my show. And so uh, getting them to respond is
3: tough. Uh, getting them to read. Reading is did. a big issue,
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> that's if anything, though, it's impossible. it yeah. a tweet. 140 characters or less. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty much what it has to be. That's me. Yeah.
2: And then the last. Just before the show is probably like the actual hardest part where everything comes together at once yeah. because you've got you get pulled in like 300 different directions and we've got a great a great um NPC staff and you know John Chris and I um work our best to to get everything together at the same time but like trying to pull everything together at the same time and learning how to roll with the punches
3: that's the hardest thing probably the roll with the punches part because you have to like you wind up having to give up control and if you're a control freak like some people. Um, like some people. Join the club. Uh, yeah. It's it's, it's totally really fine. hard. Like us doing this panel alone, we're like, all right, we're gone for an hour. What happens in that hour? Yeah. And then you're like, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. There's no fire. Yeah. You know, like my, my heart's racing. So. Anybody
1: who knows from the first show knows about the fire drill. Yeah. All right. Do we want you? Last question. Last question. Last yeah, question. Last yes. question. question.
4: Thanks. Thank you very much for uh, no, it, sharing all your information. Oh, uh, I coming. actually uh, exhi- I'm an exhibitor not here, but I exhibit at Animasement and I'll be doing that at SuperCon. And I wanted to know, like I've done very well at anime conventions, I've done okay at comic conventions. What would you say, you know, if you were saying an exhibitor at those types of conventions, what would you recommend doing and like changing your lines to appeal mainly to gamers specifically?
3: Ooh. Are you, like, an artist, or...?
4: Uh, I sell a combination of books, t-shirt, original design t-shirts, plus uh, original design pins.
3: I can take this
2: one, because I'm usually the guy that... Anybody who's known to me, I'm usually the guy that's talking to you about sales. Um, so what we do is... Um, I will not pitch anyone, and neither will Duffy, anyone that we don't believe should be at the show. I don't want to turn this into a pop culture convention. Um, so I'm brutally, brutally honest. I'm going to ask Harry about that when we had our conversation uh, with our exhibitors or our potential exhibitors for exactly what our show is and what you should do to get the maximum amount of uh, sales out of it. So like, if you wanted to do our show, I would probably have a conversation with you about exactly what you've done in the past and what your capabilities are to tailor it towards gaming. Because you have to understand... The demographic that we're bringing in we we've definitely got cross sales between people who like games and people who like anime and people who like comics you know we have a a broader um sense that you know i like all three of those and i'm definitely not the only one but like i would never recommend that you came in here and just sold anime stuff and like mm-hmm. i've denied people for that exact reason because i'm like you know what i'm not a hundred percent that you're gonna i'm not a hundred percent sure that you're gonna do well and that makes me uncomfortable yeah. I'm like so if you can't if unless you're hundred percent confident that you will, or you can tailor it to a certain direction where you it it makes more sense to you, then you know, I just I don't want to take your money and have any of my exhibitors say, Well that wasn't worth it. All right. Well, I think with yeah. that
1: we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. But thank you guys. So but thank much. thank you, everyone. Tim, yeah. Chris, Duffy. Thank you yep. so much. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And I am
3: shocked anyone was in this audience. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I wrote the description of this panel how I would be amazed that anyone cared about this part. But if um,
1: you want someone else to listen to this, I believe it recorded properly. So I'm going to um, listen to it again. I'll tell you that yeah, much. You, <laughs> you can find the recording of this panel at ward-games-podcast. And I'm going to be doing another panel looking at my imaginary watch at 5:30, with all the indie devs here yeah
0: yeah please go to that that's uh us from the indie crypt uh we have a bunch of indie guys up here and uh talking about game development and how they uh spend sleepless nights working on their games so should yep. be fun should be fun yeah
3: all right thank, thank you guys thanks guys One all last right thing. thank you to our host mr dylan ilvento and of course the uh, founders of uh, ga- Playthrough Gaming Convention. Thank you, everybody.
0: Everyone who stayed throughout the panel can feel free to take a uh, a pin, a playthrough pin.
3: Who wants a playthrough pin? And uh, we have take we a playthrough do have
0: playthrough
2: playthrough a pins for everybody. Well. Oh, so. I
0: stayed throughout the panel. Okay. Thank you, guys. Dylan, you get
1: two pins. Oh, sweet.